0: What's up guys, welcome back to another episode of the One Broke Actress Podcast. I am your host, Sam Valentine, bringing you an honest account of working actor life, plus a few lessons I learned in the process. Today we have a very special bonus episode, something I've never done before. I hosted a clubhouse last week, I recorded it, and that's what you're going to hear today. Thank you in advance for understanding why the audio is not perfect, but it's still really good quality content. Here's the deal. A long time ago, I had an idea to follow a bunch of new actors in their perspective markets as they start their career. You guys all know, or you are about to know, that that first year to three, maybe five of your career are the ones where you're just taking those incremental steps and sometimes they land in a big, big new place and sometimes it feels like you're falling down backwards, right? And it's kind of the most exciting time. Sometimes you're out of college. Sometimes you're fresh in LA or maybe it's your first time actually pursuing acting. It just has a different vibe to it. Sometimes I wish I could bottle the feelings I felt in the beginning of my career and still have them now. Maybe in a little less crazy type of way. (laughs) Anyway, so the idea here was to follow new actors as they start their career. I had the pleasure of teaching a version of my working actor workshop to students at Missouri State University a few months ago, and I asked any of those students if they would be down for this process. Some of them agreed. So today you're going to hear from five students who took the workshop. They're all moving in different directions. Two of them are coming to LA. One's moving to the Dallas area. One is headed to Kansas City, and one is headed to Atlanta. They all have different plans. They have different goals. We're going to suss all that out today and we're also going to talk about what they learned in the Working Actor Workshop. The best part of this is we are going to check in with them again in six months and see where they are at and hopefully after that we'll check in every six months. These actors definitely make sure you click on their links in the bio of this podcast and follow them all because we're going to keep up with their careers in a super fun way. The part where we get into talking about the Working Actor Workshop, I was absolutely flabbergasted about the stuff they had to say about it. I'm not paying them to say these things. I just asked them their honest opinion because I was able to teach the workshop in their film class. And the feedback they gave me kind of made me cry. And I was trying to hold it together as they were talking because I've never made something that benefited people in such a deep way. I I, I was honestly floored. This is just something that makes me really happy. But... Uh, I don't know. I just felt the need to say that that, um, if you hear me get a little shy at the end, it's because I was really touched by by what the workshop did for them and what it could potentially do for so many more. So there's links in the end to sign up. Also, just so you guys know, I gave out a 10% discount code at the workshop. I kept that part in the podcast because if you listen till the end, I think you absolutely deserve that 10% off. So even if the workshop is not something you're interested in, you can feel free to send that discount code to a friend, someone you know, maybe moving from your hometown to LA. I just want to be the 10,000 coffee dates you had with people new in your market when you first moved there as an actor going to save you a lot of coffee bills. <laughs> All right, guys, without further ado, please enjoy Emma, Aileen, Zach, Dung, and Sierra. We will go ahead and kind of just roll into this. It's going to be super casual discussion. This is being recorded. This will be repurposed as a podcast for the One Broke Actress podcast, and uh, I think it's going to be really great. So we have some awesome, awesome up-and-coming actors with us today, and... Before we get started, I'll just quickly introduce... Um, my name is Sam Valentine. I'm the host of the One Broke Actors podcast and the One Broke Actress platform. I'm an actress in LA. I have been doing that for uh, 10 years at the end of this month, which is kind of bananas. And uh, I am uh, also starting to teach some workshops on what it's actually like to be a working actor currently right now. So today I have with me some awesome students who are graduating with performance degrees from my college, Missouri State University, and they all also took the working actor workshop already or an earlier version of it. So I'll just go ahead and kind of bring you guys in. You can introduce yourselves. I know we chatted very briefly before this, but do you guys want to introduce yourself to anyone listening? Because along with our audience today, this is also going to be on the podcast. So um, Aileen, do you want to go first?
1: Yeah, I'll just hop in. Awesome. Hi, I'm Aileen O'Neill. Um, I am graduating from Missouri State University with my BFM School Theater degree on Friday. I'm crazy, losing my mind. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so I'm moving back home to Atlanta, Georgia. i going to eventually make the move to LA I'm planning on, but we'll see. And yeah, that's me.
0: Awesome. Thank you. Eileen. as I said, Aileen, I need to get that right. Aline.
1: It's Aline. It's really Aline. weird, so don't worry about it.
0: Aline. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna try and remember that. Um Zach, do you wanna go next?
2: Yeah. Hey everybody. My name is Zach Greer and I am a BFA musical theater major at Missouri State University, and like Eileen, I am graduating this Friday. In fact, I just finished my last final about an hour ago. Don't really know how to feel about it. Kind of crazy. Congrats,
0: (laughs) congrats.
2: Thank you. Um, But yeah, I will be heading back to my hometown of Kansas City shortly after graduation, and uh, trying to figure out what to do after that. I'm thinking the next move will probably be Chicago, maybe summer of 2022. Uh, but I have a little time to figure that out.
0: <laughs> awesome. Ah, oh, congrats on finishing college. What a weird sentence. <laughs> um, Emma, do you want to go ahead and go next?
3: Yeah. Um, Hi, everyone. I'm Emma. I'm graduating like everyone else, but with my acting acting major and I'm from Lincoln, Nebraska, but I'm heading out to LA in July with Dung. We're going to make the move and be roomies together. So um, if anyone's out there that want to connect and, you know, grab coffee, if you're vaccinated, uh, I'd be down to do that. And I'm super excited to be doing this. Thanks, Sam, for putting this together.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. I love that you already have a move date. That's such a good feeling. Um, Dung, do you want to go next?
3: Of course.
4: Hi, everybody. My name is Dung. It's like Dung Beetle, but without the beetle. Um, I am going to be graduating with my BFA in acting. Um, And like Emma said, I have plans to move to L.A. in July with Emma. And I'm just really excited to start the new chapter.
0: Yeah. Awesome. And Sierra. So, I'm Sierra, and
5: I am also graduating with my Bachelor of Fine Arts and Acting on Friday. Um, As exciting as that is, I uh, plan to hang out in Springfield for a little while, and then I hopefully plan to move to L.A. I don't exactly have a timeline on that, but I plan on heading out west. Um, I am from from the southeast corner of Kansas from a really small town, so big move, big city. (laughs) But yeah, that's me.
0: Awesome. Well, congrats guys on finishing your degrees. That's, it's a huge feat. And I I don't want to make that small by any means. That's so exciting. Uh, You don't have to go back to class if you don't want to ever again. (laughs) It's kind of a cool feeling. Um, Now you get to pick what classes you go to, which is pretty exciting. Uh, So basically, I really wanted to talk with you guys about what you feel like is coming up next. Obviously a couple of you guys have plans to already move. You kind of maybe know what cities you're gravitating towards. Some people want to take time before they move to a big city. Uh, And I would just love to hear about your guys' different paths and why you're particularly leaning that way. I think it's really interesting when actors choose and where they choose to start working professionally Uh, especially because it can be really daunting and scary if you don't feel like you have the toolbox. So uh, does anybody want to go first about talking about their next steps and kind of why they picked that decision? I can go first if you like. Yeah, please. Please.
1: All right. So I'm originally from Atlanta. I feel very lucky, you know, with how Atlanta started booming lately. Um, and I think that's where I'm headed back for now for a minute. I was lucky enough after showcase to be reached out by a management team and I literally fell in love with them. They're the best management montage and they're out of LA. So I'm just working with them right now. We're just trying to feel out what's the best time for me. And so for now I'm going to go live rent free with my lovely family in Atlanta, work at Starbucks and then you know make the move when the time is right
0: awesome I'm I'm super curious will you tell people how you got uh, hooked up with that management team you mentioned the showcase but not everyone here might uh, know what you're talking about oh
1: yes of course So um, I was in both the musical theater and the acting showcase at Missouri State University, and we did this wonderful whole setup with Broadway Unlocked. We did a digital virtual showcase, and we reached out, some of us personally, some through the university, to a bunch of different managers, agents, casting directors, basically asking them, hey, come check out our showcase, see if you like it, if you want want to hit us up, I mean, go for it. If not, live your life, you know what I mean? So I know that I personally emailed probably like 150 different teams just personalized emails telling them like hey this is me and I know the school reached out to a lot of people too and I was lucky enough to hear back from a few people and we set up meetings and I got to know them and just I found a right fit and I was lucky for that for sure I wanted to make sure it was the right people and it was going to be a good team you know
0: yeah how did you especially your first team is kind of intimidating right because it's It's the first time you've probably signed a contract with someone or maybe not, right? If you might not have, if you've done this earlier in your career, but what made it feel like the right one for you? Because I think a lot of people get intimidated by that first choice.
1: Oh my gosh, this question. I was sweating when I got the email. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so exciting. But then I was also like, oh gosh, this is the scariest thing maybe ever. <laughs> but um, actually, Sam, I, after taking your class, I remember you said the question, your go-to question whenever you have these meetings is like, what is your ideal client representation look like? And so I looked actually over your notes and I took that into my meeting and I was talking to them and I just, you know, I asked what their ideal client representation looked like. And in return, they asked me like, hey, like, what do you want from us? And I spoke what I wanted. They spoke what they wanted. And you know what? They really aligned. It was just the right energy. They wanted to be on a team with me. I wanted to be on a team with them. And it just seemed like the perfect fit. And, you know, it just a gut feeling.
0: Yes. It was right. Oh, that makes me so happy that that helped. Oh, God, that feels so good. Did you, was there any hesitancy to sign a contract or anything on your end? Did they have you sign a contract?
1: So, I mean... There's always hesitancy, but there was no contract, actually, which I was surprised
0: by. That's very common, just so you know. That's not weird at all.
1: Which I found that out. I asked some friends who lived in LA and who have signed some contracts, and they were like, actually, usually it's pretty uncommon to even have to. So Mm -hmm. I was really relieved about that.
0: Yeah, I think that's something, too, that we talk about contracts a lot, but then we also don't talk about not having contracts. And oftentimes, uh, signing with someone, especially... Especially I've noticed with management companies, it's more of a general chat a lot of times, as long as you're on the same page, especially with new talent. Sometimes they don't have you sign a contract. There's a chance you'll get one after you book something because they need to like lock in their cash. Um, But it is not weird at all to not sign a contract. So that's that's good to know.
1: Okay, that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah, they just basically sent me an email and said, hey, we want everyone to be happy. They wanna be happy, I wanna be happy. So they're like, no contract, and we'll figure it out. And if it ends up not working out, then we'll just part ways. And if it works out, then great.
0: Awesome. Congratulations. That's huge.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: That's great. Okay, cool. And they were they were understanding that you weren't going to make them any moves right away.
1: They actually encouraged me to stay in Atlanta, which, I mean, it is a great place to be right now for a film and TEA. And so I'm just going to, like, do some auditions there, self-submit. They're submitting for me for things. And like you said, I am developmental, so I'm currently looking for some theatrical representation in the Atlanta area. And they're also going to be submitting me for things in L.A. But I know right now it's kind of hard to get on things in L.A. because of COVID that where you're not local, hire. So it's just kind of feeling things out. And if I end up getting a lot of auditions in LA, then we're gonna be like, okay, maybe we should, maybe we should move myself there. But if Atlanta's working out for me, then they're like, there's no reason for you not just to stay there and just make some money and get some experience under your belt first.
0: Uh, these sound like very smart people. I think Atlanta, especially if you have a place to stay and family to be with, I think that's so awesome that you can start there. And listen, you don't have to, you no longer have to start in these markets either too. You've probably realized that like fully fleshed entire careers are happening in these markets that are not LA or New York. And it's so possible now to just live where you want to live and still work as a working actor. So congrats on taking the first steps and finding your market. That's really exciting.
1: Thank you. I feel really blessed that they were supportive of me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's huge. Oh, Um, okay, cool. All right. So we kind of know where she is headed. Uh, who else wants to kind of talk? Zach, I'd love to talk about your, uh, your next steps and you're taking some time to figure some things out. Cause I, I, I love, I love that you're kind of taking your own time.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I also, in addition to heading back to Kansas city, I actually have a uh, guest artist, contract up at uh, a college uh, not too far from Springfield, which is kind of cool. So I'll kind of be up there working in the shop as well as performing in their main stage shows for next year. Um, And it's really nice because not only uh, can I pick up a job at like Starbucks or someplace in town, but that will also really give me the time to kind of flesh out where I want to go and what I want to do post-college, as well as send more information to different agencies, managers, uh, representatives like that. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I'm I someone who struggles with making big life decisions. Um, I'm sure you can ask any of my uh, friends and professors. I, I took my sweet time with the uh, college decision-making process and I said, you know what, moving seems like a pretty, you know, quote-unquote permanent thing right now, so I might need a little bit of time, especially, you know, just coming off being a student and packing a lot of classes and training into four years. It, mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot, and I kind of want to let it breathe for a minute, um, and I am incredibly, incredibly grateful and blessed that uh, the... Uh, guest artist position came my way, and I I think that'll be a nice time to kind of figure some stuff out and and plan the next move. Um, But but I think I mentioned earlier, I'm looking at Chicago right now as a possible next place. Uh, I am a musical theater major, and uh, the stage is kind of my first love, although I do absolutely love film and television. I've really kind of discovered I had An unknown passion for that in college which is which is really cool but I I do think for the time being I'm gonna focus a little more on theater and the stage and I I do think from what I've heard from friends who are up in Chicago that they have a really nice blend of not only a lot of great live theater but also film and television work which I think is very exciting and I I love the cities that that have a bit of both in it Um, and I I also had thought about potentially going to New York or L.A. right after graduation. But that that did seem a little too daunting right off the bat. So I think a place like Chicago might be a kind of nice, I guess, stepping stone, kind of building up to that larger market like a New York or an L.A. or Atlanta or something like that. But, yeah, that's that's kind of why I've I've decided to take a little time to kind of figure everything out.
0: Awesome, that's really exciting. Is there, it? do you feel like theater is more your ideal living scenario? Like if someone presented you a blank canvas, right? And they were like, you can do whatever you want and still make X amount of money, is theater kind of where you think you would go?
2: Ooh, that is a good question. I had not <laughs> thought about that in particular. <laughs> um, I, I think, at least for the time being, I would have to say yes. I, I feel like theater is, you know, it's, it was my first love. It, it's what really kind of sparked my, my passion for the arts and, and all that comes with it. So so I think if, if I had my druthers, I, I would probably stick with theater for a while and, you know, maybe do film at, at some point, but I, I, I have a, a pretty burning passion for it right now.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. It's really cool to know where you want to go too, right? Because you can make choices in alignment with that as you work your career.
2: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. Um, okay, cool. All right. Uh, who wants to go next? Sierra, what's, uh, what's cooking over there in Next Steps?
5: Yeah, so when I was, um, I guess it would have been my second year of college, the summer of my second and my third year of college. Um, I did an internship in Fort Worth at a company. It's a large-scale event planning company, and I also kind of fell in love with that. And I, I, I want to move to L.A. eventually because I just – it's a goal of mine to basically live there and just say that I did it no matter what happens. But I also am really considering um, – as things start picking back up with the entertainment industry and events start happening and concerts start happening and things, is hopefully getting back in contact with that company, um, Encore Live is the name of the company, um, and maybe getting a, being able to do some work with them. So I'll be able to be in the Dallas-Fort Worth area and be able to do some work and kind of build a resume and you know build some stuff that I'm really proud about and do some things that I, I really love. Um, while also working a job or, I guess, a normal person's job or a day job um, and something that I'm also extremely passionate about and have experience in. Um, I, the, it's kind of a high shot right now, I know, just because of, of COVID and things. But um, Texas is opening back up and there are things that are opening back up and I'm, I'm hoping things are looking, looking very positive. Um, in the immediacy, though, I... I'm hanging out in Springfield for a little bit. Um, gonna be working, uh, applying some, for some other jobs and stuff here in town, like entertainment jobs and things like that. Okay. Um, I have a couple of opportunities up in Kansas City that I'm still kind of juggling around. Um, they're not, I haven't completely counted them out. I haven't completely committed to them yet, um, but that's kind of something that I'm just figuring out as I go as well.
0: Cool. Okay, cool. So is uh do you think are you attracted to the and you don't you don't have to have an answer to this either but do you feel like you're attracted to the event space because it's in the entertainment world and that's exciting or is it more because the utilizing an entertainment degree in a performance landscape feels like a bit of a reach at this moment
5: truthfully I enjoy it um I enjoy the events just because I, I'm a very organized person in my brain anyway, and it's something that I really enjoy doing. Like, I actually really enjoy planning things. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not a big, like, corporate event planner. That mm-hmm. doesn't sound very fun to me. And truthfully, weddings honestly don't sound all that fun to me. But um, the company that I worked with has a really, really, really large um, talent, as in, like, music. Most of Most of it is music performing artists. Um, but they have a really big reach in the talent and they put on a lot of concerts and things and I would also not exclude promoting from like potentially looking at as well obviously Mm -hmm. I know that that's something that you don't just jump into but um, you know if opportunities like that arise I also would not definitely, I would definitely not turn my nose up at them either just because I would want to be um, the performer as a whole anyway if that makes sense if I answered your
0: question. (laughs) Yeah, totally. So performing is like uh, something that will go along the way, you think?
5: I think so, yeah. I would like it to become my actual career, but I also understand that that's also not insanely feasible as a 21-year-old, so...
0: I mean, I will counter that till the cows come home, but (laughs) if you want to get into that, we can totally, but if you don't feel like dissecting it today, I truly believe you can do that at any time, but it's kind of like where your priorities lie in terms of, uh what exactly you want to do in the performance space like what your what your more uh, on point goals are with that i guess like would it be to are you more into like singing and like broadway type stuff or is it like film and television like if you got to pick kind of the same question i asked zach if you got to pick and you were making let's pretend that actors made salaries let's pretend we all made a hundred thousand dollars a year and, you know, you got that payment for being a performer. Like, what would your day-to-day look like?
5: Oh, I would definitely be doing film and television. Probably more film than television, mm-hmm. even at that. Um, I have a very, very... I have an affinity for drama a lot. Mm-hmm. And I, but I really like film. I love film acting.
0: Awesome. I will also suggest, too, since you're leaning in the Texas market... The Austin market is starting to pop as well. Uh, if that's a direction you're leading in, if you're gonna go work in Texas, I know that every section of Texas is like an entirely new country. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, but if that's something that interests you as well in terms of performance and getting on camera, uh, I do know that's great. And also um, Texas, Dallas specifically has a pretty good commercial market. So um, I would just keep your eyes peeled for that, because I think that could be a great way to utilize your skills as you work your way up. Oh, for sure. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, cool. Oh, this is so fun. Okay, Dung and Emma, do you guys kind of want to go coincidingly or together? I'm not sure what happens when you both unmute because this app is weird, but uh, I, I know you guys are both planning to move to Los Angeles around the same time.
3: Yeah, Dung, do you want me to go or do you want to go? Sure. I mean, like we can. Yeah, you can
4: probably go first and I can always interject.
3: Okay. Yeah. So for me personally, when I came into college, I really wasn't sure if I wanted to go more the theater route for stage work or TV and film. And I had that discussion with Kurt Heinlein, one of our professors. And he talked about how one of our alumni, Lauren Sweetser, sorry if I say her last name wrong.
0: Ah, sweet, Sir. Um, she's a friend of mine, yeah.
3: Yeah, she, yeah, she was super nice, um, um, we had met through Riot Act, and he talked about how she went during the summers and did some internships, and, uh, I was going to do that my junior year, but my sophomore year, I was able to go out and take classes at um, Lee Strasberg for three weeks, um, doing on camera classes. So I kind of stayed out there in LA for a month to see if I liked it because I knew I loved New York City, but I'm not a singer, and I'm I love to dance, but I'm not you know I'm not a rock cut by any means, (laughs) so I got to dabble with um, on-camera classes, and I really loved it, and then I started working as a production assistant, um, took some screenwriting classes, and now I all, like, I, like, love being on set in any realm, in any way. I love, like, the production side, and, of course, acting. If I could do that every day, I would literally be the happiest person alive. I think we all feel that way. So I just fell in love with L.A. I felt really grounded there, and the whole um, the whole movie-making, TV-making, sitcom, any realm just made me so excited. Um, so, yeah, that's how I fell in love with L.A., and I was like, I'm moving there right, out, right away, as soon as I can. Um, my brother's having a wedding, so I like to say that he's... Um, ruining my plans, but we'll be there, Dung and I will be there in July. So really excited.
0: You know, as soon as I graduated, I also stopped at a wedding on my way to Los Angeles. So maybe it's a good (laughs) sign. But
3: yeah, that makes me feel better.
0: That's awesome. So when you, so from your time in LA, uh, because New York has film too as well, but do you feel like LA caught your attention because the plethora of, of onset experiences you had in the network you already started to film? Did you just like, I mean, the weather, like, what is it?
3: Oh, all the, th- all the th- things you just, <laughs> um, especially the weather. I, the cold makes me really sad and unmotivated. And I'm from Nebraska, which is really similar to New York where it gets freezing and blizzards. And I'm just, I've done that for 22 years and I can't do it ever again. I'm ready to be by the beach.
0: (laughs) Come on down. And then you'll have to let me know how many times based on where you move, you go to the beach because I really haven't been in so long and it's kind of troubling.
3: (laughs) I I think based off what Dung and I are going to do, we're going to be about 45
0: minutes. Oh, great. Okay, cool. Well, see, you guys have already found a place. I mean, I can let Dung take it from here if you want.
3: Go ahead, Doug. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we
4: haven't really found a specific place, but we've narrowed down areas that we would love to live in, uh, specifically Burbank and Toluca Lake areas, um, just because I know that that is an area that is kind of more residential, like, suburb type of areas, and, you know, it's it's pretty close enough to where if things do happen to have in-person auditions we will be we will be near like you know the studios and and lots and stuff like that so it wouldn't be too far of a drive and you know things like that um but in terms of like me choosing la i kind of have a i guess unique experience i've i've always wanted to be Specifically, a camera actor. I've always wanted to do film and television. That was always my goal, and I've always thought about using theater as my transitional period. Um, so much so that I, I, you know, kind of went into this uh, BFA training, kind of trying to emulate the techniques that have been taught and translating it to film and, you know, and stuff like that. And so I've always wanted to be on film and television and I've always wanted to live in LA. So it was just a no brainer for me. I didn't specifically choose LA. I I guess my first priority was to move to a place where i would love to live that was always my first priority and it just so happened to be a place where my career can flourish so um that's kind of my journey and the areas all in one
0: (laughs) awesome awesome so uh since you guys have a pretty concrete move out date what steps have you taken to get yourself situated from afar oh can you oh, hear me? Yep. I was still just, I was just talking cause I forget I'm not podcasting and I'm alone. <laughs> um, so what, what steps since you guys have a pretty concrete move out date, have you taken to get yourself situated in LA since you guys already kind of have a, a, a set moving date?
4: Yeah, we actually, um, and I talked to you, Sam, about this, but we um, actually took a trip out to L.A. maybe a couple weeks back um, just to drive around, you know, L.A. and really get to know the areas and really get to kind of pinpoint, oh, this is close to this. And, you know, this is really matching our criteria in terms of, like, just living, you know? And we've been just... Kind of researching um about the la lifestyle of a working actor and you know clubhouse is a great resource uh just to learn about you know what's going on in la and how we can kind of like <laughs> simmer our way in and, and uh, i don't know just really kind of doing it research is how we kind of prepared really um emma do you want to chime in on that
3: yeah Research, saving a lot of money, um, applying for as many jobs as possible, Mm -hmm. and connecting with anyone and everyone we know out there. Um, Even like some family, friends of friends my parents have put me in contact with because I know very few people in the industry, but even just one person, I've gotten a lot of great advice from people. um, Even if they don't Direct, directly work in um like acting or TV, but maybe more the film side. They've or um music, not film, but they've given good perspective. And I think just connecting with anyone because everyone seems so willing to help and like is really supportive about the move and really welcoming um, to the city. So that's been exciting.
0: Yeah, it is so. It has evolved to be very different than when I moved here ten years ago. It felt like. It really did feel like a secret club and uh, you really couldn't find a lot of help or you could get half answers from a lot of people. It felt like if people garnered some success, especially in the acting career, a lot of them really kept it close to the vest and they didn't want to share it um, in whatever ways they could with others. So that's why I'm here and um, I would love to talk to you guys a little bit about too now how uh, as, as you made these choices and kind of thought about things, was there anything that, that really excited you or is really scary to you? I'd love to talk about both of those extremes. Whoever wants to go first. I just
5: want to say that I am extremely excited. Like, I guess it's, it's the same thing for both, <laughs> but I'm extremely excited to be able to just be, to be out on my own and to be able to, like, seize all the opportunities that I want, and, like, if that pertains to acting, then that's fantastic. That's what I want, but also, like, the opportunities that don't necessarily pertain to that, that make me happy in other ways, and it makes me so, so, so happy that I can now, like, commit to those things, where, like, sometimes, you know, some of these opportunities happen when when you're in school and things, and I chose school and stuff like that. And not that it weighed me down or anything, but I'm just really excited to be able to just be free and not necessarily have connections or tie downs and have to be somewhere for something. Um, But at the same time, that's also very, very scary, but (laughs) I'm, I'm really ready for it. I
0: am. Yeah, you no longer have the structure of school, right? And I think that's where uh, losing the structure of people tell you, okay, now you have to take acting one. Now you take acting two. Now you take acting three. There's uh when you leave a college program, you lose the structure that was given to you to guide your career. Right? So now that you're stepping out, you guys are graduating on Friday. Uh, do you guys have any idea of what you want your own structure to look like now that you're going to be in charge of your own shit? <laughs>
3: Um, (laughs) that's a great question. I like to tell myself that I'm going to be more organized and I will be, I will be more organized. I'm getting a planner that's going to have nothing school related in to have like that fresh start. And I already am looking at taking improv classes at UCB. I think they'll be online, but I just mm-hmm. want to get into a class. After I know that sounds crazy because I'm graduating. It doesn't but sound crazy keep, at all.
0: It's not crazy. Yeah, at all. I just
3: want to keep the education going, and you know. Anyway, to better my craft, so I'm excited to start taking classes at, or I'll probably, you know, audit a class, but I was able to see a show at UCB when I was out in LA um, a couple years ago, and it was truly incredible, and I was so impressed, and I was like, if I can do what they just did, I will feel so proud of myself, so I'm eager to take classes there and to be more organized.
4: I'm excited to branch out. Like, I kind of want to, yeah, of course, take, you know, classes for on camera audition technique and, and stuff like that. But I'm also kind of playing with the idea of like, you know, I don't know, taking some dance classes. I don't know, like a, like a wine and paint night. Like, I just, I'm so excited to, like, Sierra said, like the having the autonomy to choose. What to do with my free time and how i choose to do it you know and i think that that's exciting and i'm really excited to explore who i am outside of the educational system you know
0: Mm-hmm. totally does anybody want to chime in on that before i ask my follow-up question
1: yeah i would love to you know kind of going off what emma said i am so excited to get into some class like and I mean, we've been in class. Like, we did the college thing. We got our degrees, so we know what class is like. But you know, to so, like really explore, especially like one of the—I think you said in your uh, workshop—one of the caveats, like the good things about COVID is that classes are really online right now. So there are so many like unique perspectives and like different types of education happening all around the country i mean probably around the world and we have access to that like through zoom class so we can hop on i mean a class in la and then take class from somebody in new york and just learn from all these different people who have such interesting like unique backgrounds and have so much different perspective and like things to say and i'm just excited to like learn from new people and just like i don't know make connections with those people
2: Absolutely. Yeah. And, and kind of piggybacking off of that, like Dung said, I'm very excited to see what I'll be like in a non-educational um, setting because someone said it the other day during one of my classes that we've really been in school since like preschool. And that's just bananas to think about that. This is kind of the end of that. So I'm very excited to see, you know, what else is out there and what post-college Zach will be. Uh, be like, but then also, like Eileen was saying, it's it's just been incredible the number of opportunities that are kind of coming out of seemingly nowhere because of the pandemic. You know, like you know, you're able to zoom with managers and agents and all sorts of people from any market. Um, someone at one point a few months ago, I forget who it was, but we had a guest speaker. Uh, come to MSU. And he said, for the first time in all of our lives, the playing field is truly level. And it's pretty level all across the board because everybody's kind of starting over after the pandemic. You know, we're, we've all kind of gone through this big event together and we're trying to piece our way through it. So I think not only is there kind of a, a nice message of a, a unif- unification of humanity, but also it's really exciting because we are gonna have opportunities that, you know, maybe we wouldn't have had two or three years ago. Mm-hmm. And I think the best example Aileen was giving is being able to audit different classes and stuff. I've sat in on a couple workshops happening up in New York, which is really exciting over Zoom, which I, you know, this time last year, I still don't think I knew what Zoom was. So it's wild to think where we've come in just a year. And I'm very excited to see what the industry looks like in a post-COVID world because I I truly hope that things are changing for the better because I know that you know there have been so many talks especially with Broadway coming back yes we're coming back but we have to make sure that we don't go all the way back to the way things were so I'm very excited to see what positive changes come out of this Um, but but also I you know I am someone who has always had a bit of Apprehension, I'll say, about the unknown. So there's there's part of me that's like, oh gosh, I just I kind of wish I had a magic ball sometimes, just to at least see what the next I don't know month or so would look like. Um, but but I'm excited to figure it all out.
0: I mean, if you get one of those, will you please send it my way? Because I would love to have one. Uh, you got
2: it, absolutely.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a couple of things I want to highlight here too is that you guys also spent a lot of your senior year acting on zoom so you garnered a lot of experience that some actors who are who are starting to come out of their year of rest uh, don't have yet so put that in your pocket because your ability to act already in front of a computer screen um, is going to come in handy at least for the foreseeable future and it's so awesome you guys already have that i also think it's really cool that you're already starting to consider the class potential. Because when I finished school, no one told me to go take classes. Uh, And I don't think I learned to really act on camera for a really long time. I thought I know how to be an actor, but I didn't know how to act on camera. And specifically in the form of the first auditions I got in LA, which were all commercials. I had no idea what I was doing. And so the fact that you guys are already motivated to start taking classes, I think is amazing. Emma, your idea of UCB is great because as amazing as I think it is that you you guys all have theater degrees, which is like I said, not to be shrugged off, it's a huge deal. Um having recognizable names on your resume is going to be huge. And we talked about this a little bit in the workshop you guys took for me, but having names that people know and trust it's you know it's akin to having uh, a credit on your resume that people recognize right like there is there is something trustworthy about that program that we know what kind of people it creates we know what kind of education it gives so having no matter where you end up like Zach if you party it up in Kansas City um, alien if you end up in Atlanta you know wherever Sierra if you're in Texas like you can still get those right now which I think is really cool um, Do you guys have a plan for money? And I know that's a big question. Um, And you don't have to answer it if this subject makes you uncomfortable. But some people have parental support. Some people have spousal support. Some people have a job in their back pocket or a full-time job, or they're going to make a shit ton of money in a short period of time and then run to L.A., uh what is your guys's thoughts on the finances of this because I don't think that this section of making career moves is talked about often enough
1: all right I am gonna hop in first of all I would like to say shout out to my mom who came to the to the clubhouse what's <laughs> up mom <laughs> oh my
3: god hi mom
1: but actually i was lucky enough where my mom has been my mom and my dad have been so supportive of me and following my career and like my dreams and they supported me while i was in college and were like hey get your degree get good grades and we'll help you out girlfriend and i was like okay and so this year it was throughout college it was a goal of mine to like work as many jobs as i could whether it was acting or just like you know jobs to make money and to save up to be able to move like if Something had happened in Showcase and I needed to move to a state immediately. I had the money and I could do it. And my parents definitely helped make that possible. But this year, especially, I have been working 40 hours a week on top of working at school at Starbucks. What's up, Starbs? Yes. And <laughs> it has been definitely a challenge, but like I have been able to save and save and it has helped me so much. And so now, especially after taking your workshop, you talked a lot about, you know, looking at your budget. Like, people do not talk about a big part of being an actor. Like you have to be able to commit to the money side too, keeping up those actor profiles. I mean, every single day, every single year you have to like, okay, I'm going to keep my membership to this place and this place. And just being able to stay on top of that is huge. And so my plan right now is, you know, I might be moving back home to live with my parents in Atlanta, which I'm so thankful. I have the ability to do that. I'm so blessed. And I'm just going to work my butt off at Starbucks while taking as much class as possible and auditioning, you know, and I'm just going to do whatever it takes until I can maybe hone some more skills that I have to get a more sustainable job and you know that's the plan right now.
0: That is so awesome. I, I Props to you. 40 hours a week on top of college credits is insanely huge and also what you just did was you set yourself up to handle the day-to-day life of a working actor, right? Like maybe you could work a shit ton of hours and get an audition and it's not going to throw you because you're used to doing more than one thing in your day with cohesive structure. So congrats. That's huge.
1: Oh, I appreciate it. I mean, it's so true. Like last night, Emma, Emma came home from a date and we filmed a self-tape that I got from my managers that day at 1230, her and my boyfriend. We just filmed a self-tape right then and there you know and we were all tired but like it's what you got to do and we've definitely like our college and I think everyone here our work ethics have prepared us for that for sure.
0: I
4: definitely want to touch on something that Eileen has said um you know I just going back to the the workshop that we've had like that like finance section Sam. People have talked about finance and budgeting, but you've actually put numbers to the specific categories and that was kind of something that i hadn't seen before and was so grateful and appreciative that i had a certain number to kind of play around with and you kind of broke it down to specifically this is the average mm-hmm. you know and so um i think i've been using that to kind of really like budget out my i guess financial plan um like Aline, i've been working and i've, I've talked to you sam about this like i've worked like I had two jobs um, for like uh, two years, just trying to save up as much as I can to make the move to LA without, you know, trying to just destroy my body in the middle of it, you know. Mm -hmm. And so I've just been, you know, working and just kind of doing that working actor lifestyle of just working and then self taping and then working and then acting and then you know, it's it's kind of a, a. balance act really. Um, but that kind of helped me to feel more comfortable about the move to LA um, because of that specifically.
0: Awesome. I'm so glad that helped. I mean, we used pretty relative numbers, right? And it was, you need to make a certain amount of money to live a day-to-day life in Los Angeles. If I, I And I, I want to emphasize too, if anyone's listening and they're like, oh God, I'm not ready to see that. You're going to see it eventually, and it's not made to scare you. It's made to empower you to understand what you're signing up for, uh, no matter the city you're in, right? Because this is, granted, LA is a certain percentage higher than other places, but New York is higher, and Atlanta isn't that far behind. And I think there's something really, like I said, empowering in knowing these are the numbers, but also uh, here's how I'm going to do it right? Like I can make a sustainable plan to do this. And while I'm working X amount of hours at Starbucks, I can start learning to, you know, uh, edit people's TikToks and then I can also become a content creator. And that's another side business I can have, right? Like there's just so many avenues to take it. And, uh, you know, I think it's so much harder now than it was before to be the, the definition of a working actor being someone who only does acting, I think is just uh, trash. (laughs) So (laughs) that's a personal opinion. I would like to throw that out the window. I think, uh, most people have multiple streams of income, whether they talk about them or not. And, uh, I, I want to encourage you guys to, while you're working your side jobs, just like we talked about in the workshop, right? To hone a skill and work to be successful in multiple ways. Awesome. Okay, cool. Does anybody else want to talk about that cash money situation? Nope. Going once, going twice. It sucks when I can't see your faces. Okay, we will move on. <laughs> um, so in terms of classes, I know um, I know Emma mentioned UCB. Do you guys feel as though you are, your college prepared yourself, and not just, not anything about the college acting program, but do you feel... Like you're, you want to take on camera acting classes, audition classes. Where are you leaning and why?
4: Yes, yes, yes. I'm 100%. <laughs> I definitely, I think it's because of the fact that our program kind of only really have, we only have two film classes. And so we don't really have a lot of film training. And so that is definitely something I want to kind of lean into, specifically kind of commercial Um classes because I think that that's going to be our first line of, I guess, work. And so I kind of want to really get enthralled or I guess just like dive into that type of world um, because I know that that is something important and um, something I probably will be kind of facing more um, often, you know, coming off the bat of, you know, getting or just graduating from a university, you know?
0: Mhm. Mhm. Totally.
5: I want to say that I am really, really, really interested in um, and really enjoy and want to learn more in commercial classes, just like Dung said. But I'm really interested in voiceover classes as well. I really want to get into voiceover classes um, and just learn more about that because we've done a couple of workshops at Missouri State regarding voiceover classes, and I've been involved in a couple of things with voiceover um, work in them. But I really want to learn more about that and hear, you know, what working professionals really have
0: to say awesome there's tons of that and that's the best because you can do that basically fully online right like that's there's an unstoppable amount of those
2: yeah yeah uh similar to dung i would absolutely love to take more um commercial classes because i know that that's that's one of the big um things that we learned in our on-camera classes at MSU is that commercials, you know, nine times out of 10, they might be paying your bills for a while. So I was like, I, I definitely got to get better at those and, and <laughs> take a few classes after that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I would also love to take more auditions classes because that is something, you know, I, I think that audition anxiety is there for everybody on probably every level. Um, and and I I would love both theatrical and on camera audition uh coachings and and just kind of you know really going in there and and I I forget who it is who said it but, um oh no it was um a couple weeks ago we we had a great um guest artist come in a guy named Rob Decina who is a uh the vice president of casting with CBS studios and he said one of the things that he's always taught students when he was a teacher is to reframe the idea of the audition as being a gift that you are giving to the panel you know the agents the casting directors the whoever's behind the table reframe it as oh my gosh i have to impress them i have to impress them To no i'm very proud of this this is something i've worked hard on and this is a gift that i'm giving to you and then you know obviously what they choose to do with the gift afterwards is up to them um but but that that's something that I was like, whoa, this this is really cool. So I, I'm gonna I, I wanna keep pursuing that ideology and, and that kind of um, frame of mind as I continue, but but definitely audition classes, both on camera and theatrical, are are gonna be the big ones I wanna pursue.
0: Awesome. I think that's so smart. Also, he said it, he killed it, right? That was, that is exactly how I would, I would stay the same. I think you're, you're the, you're the one who, who made the show, right? You know, where you're fitting a million dollar moment into a $5 uh, uh, minute. And, uh, and I think that's such a good thing to take along with you.
2: Absolutely.
0: That's so cool. Guys, I, I love this. I would love to wrap this up a little bit with talking about When I came to your class and I was like, hey, I'm going to teach a workshop about being a working actor. (laughs) What did you guys think we were going to do? And what were your impressions of the workshop itself?
3: Um, I'll jump in. I was beyond excited. I think everyone knows that I'm literally obsessed with your podcast. When I drive home my 11-hour drive, I just listen to your podcast And I was like, even if I've heard things that she said before, I'm so excited. But honestly, I learned so much, especially that that finance slide. Like I was I took photos. I was like, oh, my gosh, I have to show my parents so they're able to understand what I'm about to go through. And just every section, there was something new I learned. And you were just so open and honest and like you said like people like to hide things or keep to themselves but you were just there as like a mentor to guide us and answer every question and honestly you hit every detail that I had concerns or worries about and I 10 out of 10 suggest anyone to take the workshop in the future because it was super beneficial hopping off what Emma said she is obsessed with you
1: she told me about you forever ago and I listened to your podcast and I was like oh the Sam girl's pretty cool. Yeah. And then you came to class and I was like, oh, it's literally Amanda Seyfried, but brunette. And she's beautiful and so intelligent. We all were so excited sexy. for you to come in. And just one of the things that like I wasn't expecting is for you just to be so relatable and so honest. And like, I should have known your podcast, One Broke Actress. I saw your post the other day about how people are like, you should change that. That's negative. No, it's it's funny. Like, it's that's the point. And it's just, you came in with such like a... Re- really, uh, it just was easy to relate to you. And you talked about how like, you know, sometimes you're going to have to say no to fun things. This is, this was one of the things I really walked away with. Like sometimes you're going to have to work super early the next morning so that you can audition later in the day. And sometimes your friends are going to be going out and you're going to have to say no, but that's a part of the working actor life. And you know, there's a lot of things people don't talk about like that. The finance slide, like Dunk said, you laid out numbers. I'm looking at my Google drive sheet right now that I wrote down all these numbers and you just listed out for us who listed out tips like places we need to go self-tape places just like you gave us all the information like you said like emma was saying you opened the doors where a lot of people like like to keep clothes and hide and it just was super useful and i would highly recommend it and also just you're super nice and anybody who would take it with you would also get to connect with you and i think that's an important connection to make so
0: oh thank you so much this is so cool to hear um i'm not paying them to say this <laughs> I just want to say
4: that I actually I really love the workshop and you know it's I kind of like you know me and Sam kind of like met up and talked about like what uh, you know some things are you know being talked about in and you know my class and you know what our concerns are you know being talked about and stuff like that and so I couldn't just i just loved the the whole workshop you know and it was even more than i thought you know and i again like i have to go back to the finance slide just like everyone else like it's i just love specific details and i i i know i keep talking about this but i really love that you put numbers to a name and you know that just gave me a realistic number to play around and really kind of set goals for and not only that but like Sam, you did a really great job of just giving us resources, just different resources for different things um, to give us to look at. And, you know, specifically in the the finance section, you know, we talked about taxes and stuff like that. You gave us like the Actors Tax, you know, website and, and stuff like that. And, you know, that was just really helpful because... I think sometimes that uh we get confused of where to look you know Mm -hmm. and so I was just happy with um some of the resources that you kind of gave us and yeah the whole thing was a gem
0: thank you so much I just I feel like there are so many obstacles in this business already built in that if if you can have a few kicked aside for you from someone who already ran face first into them I think it's just the service that I can provide
2: (laughs) echoing what whatever has said it, it was incredibly helpful to hear j- j- just kind of the, the the honest truth about what to expect <clears throat> and just having someone there to help is is incredibly nice and you know on a on a sentimental level we love bears helping bears that mm-hmm. I that just means so much um, but you know like like Aileen said I'm, I'm looking over my notes these past couple days I I've been using the stuff that you said about when you get interviews with agents and managers, like, you know, how, how she said, what do you look for in a client relationship? And that's, that's something I've used that I honestly would not have thought about. And I was like, brilliant. Absolutely writing that down. Um, Stuff about networking and just, you know, the, the red flags in general, but kind of surrounding each, each of the, uh, of the areas you talked about. Um, I, I won't lie; the, the numbers were a little daunting at first, but then you know I, I kind of had some time to let it, I guess, kind of sink in, and I was like, "Well, no, this is this is exactly what I was expecting." I, I guess it was just kind of interesting to see it in in black and white in front of us, but absolutely better now than you know two or three months from now, living in L.A., New York, Chicago, wherever, and seeing that bill. But yeah, it was just incredibly helpful and i I am just so grateful i know that you know we we said thank you in the moment but it it was just wonderful and i cannot recommend enough that everybody take this class if you can because not only is it someone who has lived it and experience is absolutely the best teacher you can have and a teacher of from experience i think is incredibly invaluable but it's it's someone who wants to um Give back to some to to the next generation and, and help. Kind of, I, I don't know if expose the secrets of you know Hollywood and making it as an actor is is the right term, but you know you're you're just giving it to us and it's it's just incredible. So thank you so much, Sam.
5: So to jump in right behind Zach, I obviously everyone is just glowing and I am I agree so 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 much. Like again, the financial slide just ugh. I if you just slap that in front of everyone, every, every single person everywhere would just be like, Wow, that's sad. <laughs> but also very scary, but also very real. And I'm I'm just so glad that I was exposed to it. And like, yeah, I was I had an idea and I think we all had an idea, but we didn't have a specific detail to pinpoint the idea to and that's what I loved about the workshop is just I went in and I was like oh, I can't wait to hear what she has to hear. Um, she's from similar experiences as us, just coming from the same college, the same area. Her her thought processes are going to be similar to ours. I was just like, oh, wow, I just can't wait. And I was just absolutely blown away by all of the things that that I had never even thought about that obviously I would be confronted with, That I was just like, oh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. I will have to do that. And I just... I can't thank you enough for just being honest and genuine and personable and just feeling like a real person that we can connect to and can, can talk with and can ask her, like questions and things because I feel like there are so many times when we get into workshops or we get into um, classes that we're just like, okay, yeah, I, I, I'm following, I'm following, but there's just not a deep personal connection there, and so it's still the information that is being given just still feels a little unreasonable, mm-hmm. and it feels almost like it doesn't apply to you just because you don't have a personal connection with this person and you don't just, I I don't know. I'm I'm going off on a tangent a little bit, but I also wanted to say that when you give back this information and aren't being a gatekeeper, like some people are, it makes me, and I, I feel like it would probably make others want to give back as well. And like give to be open about my experiences and not be nervous about what is happening to me and things and it makes me like feel more open and be like, you know what? No, this is all part of my journey and I'm not gonna be ashamed of it because, you know, I've experienced this before in a workshop. Like she's had issues and things like that. I just feel like it opens up a whole different world of um giving and forgiveness of yourself but also of others and for others.
0: Yes. Thank you for saying that. I I thank you guys all. I, I think if we can all just live in like less of the highlight reel, uh, it makes sharing wins a lot more exciting, um, and people a lot more approachable in this whole business. And I think I, I I've met so many cool people that I was like, I wish I would have met you first <laughs> before I met the person or the agent who three way called me and told me to go get my eyebrows waxed. Right? Like, there's just there's just so many barriers to entry that we can take down by having these open and honest conversations and. Uh, If anybody is listening, the uh, Working Actor Workshop is being taught. I'm teaching it every Saturday, almost every Saturday in June. um, And it's on onebrokeactress.com slash workshops. And if you guys stuck around for this long, um, I just made a discount code for you guys because you're here and you listen to us talk for an hour. So uh, Clubhouse 10 is a 10% off discount, Um, just because anyone who is here obviously was really involved in this conversation. So Clubhouse 10 will be the discount you can use um, for this chat we've had. Um, You guys, thank you so, so much for being so open and honest about your next steps in your career. I'm really excited. Would you guys feel comfortable, because this is the goal I have for this, If in six months we maybe do this again and kind of see where you've all gone, how it's feeling, where you're at with things, are you guys down with that?
3: I would love that. Yes.
2: Heck yeah.
0: Okay, great. 100%. Okay, so this is your. Noted accountability that in six months, I'm gonna reach out and I'm gonna make you talk about your career And <laughs> what you've done and where you're at in your life and what your situation is and we're gonna check on on all these topics I took notes um, So I'm gonna check back with you guys on all of your ideas of going to classes and all these things but I just want to see where where you go and uh, with all these plans that you've made, um, what struggles come up along the way that maybe were not expected. And so I encourage you to keep that in mind. Maybe if you you journal or take notes or something, keep that in mind because, and everybody who's listening, we're gonna check back with all these actors in six months and see where they are at. So I'm (laughs) excited. I'm so excited for you guys. Congratulations on graduation. Uh, this is a major exciting time in your life. It gets so much better. You're just on the way up. It's really exciting. So thank you guys. You can always find me at One Broke Actress. Like I said, the workshop is onebrokeactress.com slash workshops. And uh, I, I am super excited to share with as many people as possible. So I will uh, talk to you guys very soon. Thanks, Sam.
1: Thanks, Sam. Goodbye. Bye. Thank, thank, you so much, Sam. thank you guys. Thank you guys. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody.
0: Hey guys, real quick before you go, I just wanted to touch base with you about the Working Actor Workshop. I have culminated about a year and a half worth of coachings at online schools and coaching private clients, talking to people on the podcasts, my own life experiences, along with many of the actors I know. And I have created the Working Actor Workshop to combine. All of the struggles and questions and fears of the beginnings of our career and hopefully squash as many of them as possible I want to answer all of the questions about finances and side jobs how do you find your branding when do you look for reps how do you even get your foot in the door should you be networking what even is networking I want to help you guys all navigate this landscape These workshops are going on almost every Saturday in June, and they're almost half sold out at this point. So I highly recommend you guys check them out. Onebrokeactress.com slash workshops is where all the information lives. You can always email me onebrokeactress at gmail.com if you're not sure if this workshop is right for you. I don't think it's for everyone. I think it's for a certain time in your career, and I am super happy to guide you in as much of a way as I possibly can. Also, if you know someone that this is right for, maybe it's not. for you but your sister is graduating college with a theater degree or your cousin is getting excited to move to los angeles i want to meet them please send them my way thank you guys so much for listening and you know i will talk to you very soon